Welcome to the Frame Your Way Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson. I'm a wife, mama to two, and full-time photographer and business coach. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind to bring you inspiring stories, strategies to help you go from zero to multiple figures, and tips and tricks to help you get one step closer to work-life harmony. Are you ready to frame your way to your dream career? Let's dive in. Well, hey, Jen, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show today. I'm excited to dive into this whole idea of funnels and copywriting that actually helps our clients convert. So go ahead and um, why don't you introduce yourself to my listeners? Sure. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm Jen Robbins. That's Jen with two N's and Robbins with two B's. Uh, I'm a conversion copywriter. I support established women business owners, especially photographers, with um, high converting website copy and sales funnels. So I know we're going to talk today about exactly what a sales funnel is and the type of funnels that are going to work for photographers. I've developed a framework of three funnels that I think every business needs. But today we're going to talk about the two funnels that I think photographers, especially people who listen to your podcast, are going to need to implement in their business. Oh, I'm so excited. And just to preface this, I, I did ask Jen to break down what a funnel is so that nobody gets lost or turns off this episode. So before you think this is above your head, we are going to break down what we're talking about today, but I wanted to revisit the idea of why I'm bringing this to you guys. I think so often photographers get stuck on the social media, the going to the sessions, the shooting, the editing, that a lot of times we forget how to bring leads into our business and convert them into clients. And if you are listening to this podcast, you probably have a long-term goal of a long-term business. And in order to do that, you need a funnel, which is what we're going to break down and talk about, but even more so not just what a funnel is, but how to write copy that allows your leads to convert to clients. So Jen, why don't you um, tell us what is the definition of a funnel and, and what does that look like? Sure. So a funnel is super simple. It's a customer journey. It's taking someone from like a random person off the street or more like accurately, probably Facebook or Instagram and turning them into a beloved client who comes back to you. It's really as simple as that. And everybody has a funnel where they realize it or not. It's just kind of an unintentional one. That's probably not very effective, but when you sit down and actually create a funnel, so much can happen for your business. And it's important to note that you can't really do a funnel wrong unless you're not doing one. Like other than that, you can do it right. That's a really good point. I think once we kind of break down the different types of funnels and what that looks like, people are going to either think, oh my goodness, I don't have a funnel at all, or I have pieces. They're just not all connected. So that's what I'm most excited about. So why don't you go ahead and tell us the two types of funnels we're going to be chatting about today and how that relates to a photography business. Sure. So the first funnel um, is one that I think every single business needs. I call it the white rabbit funnel because it's um, kind of Alice Wonderland inspired and it's about your um, audience becoming a client because they follow the white rabbit down like the rabbit hole into your business. So that's all about building the no love and trust factor with your audience and turning them into clients. So that kind of starts with, um, Usually it's like a social media post. It can be ads, but most people don't need to start with Facebook ads. I feel like some people come in with funnels and they're like, oh, spend money on ads. Don't do that yet. <laughs> um, it really is as simple as your Facebook post. 
um, moving into a call to action, which is going to lead someone to a landing page. And a landing page is literally what it sounds like. It's just a single page. It could be on your website. It can be a separate thing. I mean, it could be really anything you want, but somewhere where you can gather email addresses is really the goal of this next step because you want to get people on your email list. Um, there are other ways to do it, but this is kind of the best way because as you grow your business, you need a list to keep going, to keep doing these funnels, to keep your business growing. So the goal for most of these funnels is getting people off Facebook, Instagram, onto your list so you can customize and personalize for them. So from the social media post, you go to that landing page, get their email address, and you're going to do that with some sort of free offer. Um, that can be some sort of challenge that can be like a downloadable PDF. It can be a video of you talking about how to dress for the fall mini session that you have coming up. Just something super simple, but you do want to keep it a little, um, broader. So I got specific with the fall mini session, but probably just more like how to dress your family, just something a little generic because this funnel is something that you're going to use over and over again. This is like your timeless funnel. This is your intro funnel. So you want to keep it simple. Once they get on your email list, that's when you're going to have a three to seven email sequence that you sent to them. Now everybody calm down. That's not as intimidating as it sounds um, because you're not doing that every single time. Like you want to sit down when you do this. I know in October we're talking about like how to build your business that way. You want to spend like an afternoon and write this down or hire someone to do it for you. Um, and it can be super simple. It can be three emails. The goal, like I said, is to build that no love and trust. So you want to introduce yourself. That first email should be, hi, I'm Brooke. I'm a photographer. I specialize in this and kind of a little bit about your story. Your next email, you want to introduce um, a, a case study, a testimonial, um, specifically for photographers. You want to show your pictures because that's why people are going to hire you. So let's say you're a wedding photographer. You'd want to share pictures of that. Tell a story of how you captured the 98-year-old grandma dancing on a table at someone's wedding. Something that's going to make people remember you. Be like, oh, she's like she would be there for us. Like she would be able to be awesome at this. And then in your next emails, you can kind of repeat doing that. Just build up that no love and trust. But eventually, you're going to want to close that with some sort of offer. So because this is um, a timeless funnel, that's usually to maybe get on a call with you, especially if we're talking about a wedding photographer who needs, um, you're, you typically close that on a call. It's not like a mini session where someone like gives you $75 or whatever. Um, so book a call or whatever it is your goal is, but keep it small, keep it simple for this one, because this is your ongoing funnel. You want it to be um, not time sensitive. However, you do want a little bit of urgency. So the offer can always be going, but you do want to kind of give them, hey, for the next 48 hours, um, maybe I would take, you would get an extra like five prints or something if you go ahead and book a call with me. Some sort of offer to like get them actually booking. Um, and on that last offer, you can send them to a sales page if you want, but for photographers, that's usually not as necessary unless you have like a booking page that you want to send them to. A lot of times photographers just say, hey, hit reply and we'll schedule a call or just something as simple as that. I love that. So as you were talking, I was visually creating a imaginary funnel in my head just so that I could tie it all together for those listening. And I'm going to keep on with the wedding example just because that is what really stuck with me. So if you're a wedding photographer, your goal, your action step here is to create a freebie, some type of awesome offer that a bride would want. So someone that is engaged planning their wedding what type of free value can you offer them that they will exchange their name and email address for so this could be five shots 
that your photographer has to have at your wedding or giving them an idea of the kind of knowledge you have. This could be, I mean, really any type of wedding planning service. Maybe it's five tips to hiring your wedding vendors and then you can list yourself as one throughout the freebie or drop a hint that that could be you. Um, just get really creative with this. And then after they opt in for the freebie, then you're going to nurture them with this three to seven email sequence that Jen was explaining. And basically you're just, you're making it a point to get connected to them. So you're delivering the freebie, you're introducing yourself, and then you need to also add in these first two emails that they're going to open why you are different than every other wedding photographer out there. And we've talked about this. I have other podcasts on this, but I really want you guys to understand that you, if you guys are going to like copy and paste the same copy, <laughs> it's not going to work. Like, and that's something Jen, I, I promise you she'll eventually touch on this. Like you can't just copy and paste and use the same wording every other photographer is using. So this is your time to speak in your voice. And, and again, I'll let Jen elaborate on that. But once you take them through your email sequence, you need to make sure that there's always a call to action. And all that means is what is your direct ask? What action do you want your reader to take? Do you want them to book a call with you to chat about how you could be their wedding photographer? Do you want them to go ahead and book an engagement session? Is your um, urgency offer if they book a call with you in the next 48 hours, you're going to gift them a complimentary engagement session with their wedding package. Just, I mean, the list goes on you guys. So I hope that breaks that down a little more visually into what Jen is talking about. And if you're not a wedding photographer, cause you guys know I'm not anymore. I can easily change this for the mold of my family photography business. So, all right, Jen, back to you. <laughs> Yeah. And that's a great point. Like you can't just copy and paste emails for other people. You have to customize it. Um, I'm very much about funnels with feeling that's kind of empathy marketing, like customizing everything. So you want to personalize those emails when you're writing the emails, make sure you're using some sort of mail platform that lets you customize it. So it says dear name, like, and throughout it, you can have like insert name here, but you do want to make sure on your landing page, you're capturing their first name because otherwise it's going to just have like the insert name here. And that's not what you want because that definitely is not feel. It makes people feel personal. Um, but yeah, definitely put, put your stories in, make it very, um, you use your voice. You don't have to be like some professional, like let yourself shine through because that is what is going to reach people. And you might turn people off too. And that's okay. You want to find the right customers, the right clients for you. So be you in all these emails. Um, that's a super important tip to add. So that's kind of the, the general first one. So that is one that you would want to have running all of the time um, on your website. That would want to be like your main like opt-in on your homepage or wherever you have it. Um, that is where people are going to be coming in constantly. That's how you're going to get leads coming in. So like, so if you're a family photographer, um, you would keep that a little more general. So we're going to move on to the next one, which is the Cheshire Cat one, because it's kind of a similar funnel, but it's always changing. So, and it can be based on the initial like white rabbit funnel. You could actually kind of cannibalize some of the emails that you wrote there and repurpose them for this one. So this one, you could take people from the people on your existing list, but you can also have like a special offer. Like let's say you're a family photographer and you're planning um, Christmas sessions coming up and you want to book out a few weeks of that. So you probably write a Facebook post about it, right? So I'm going to be offering these this day. So instead of just saying like comment below, like have them join your list. 
and then you can kind of walk them through. And it's going to be a similar format of they can come from the social media post to a landing page. They could also be just coming straight from your email list to that first email. But either way, they're going to be coming back to an email list because that's what this is all about. And you're going to do another kind of short series. This doesn't need to be quite as long, but three to five, depending on what you're offering. And you kind of go through again, like remind them who you are, especially if they're going to be coming new or even if they've been on your list, if you're not regularly emailing people, which you should be doing, but if you're not, remind them who you are. Hey, I'm Brooke, I'm a family photographer, like here are some of my beautiful photos. This is kind of where the area that I specialize in. Again, share more photos, tell, oh, we, we just did 4th of July photos. I know it feels like it was not that long ago, but really that was July and here are what we did. Here's kind of how it works. And then make sure you have an email that breaks down, like these are the dates available, this is the time you show up, this is what you should wear, this is how you pay, this is what you get afterwards. Like make it very clear so that way when they get to the final email and you're gonna ask them to actually book with you, they don't have any more questions. You wanna make sure you're overcoming all the objections throughout that email sequence. And again, you could send them to a landing page. I mean, it's always a good idea to use some sort of booking software if you don't, um, but you can always have them email you. But just something that you're walking them through, and this can be customized differently. You can do it through Basic Messenger if you want, but honestly, the email list is kind of the, east, the best way to get everybody on there because you have them on there, and then you can take this sequence that you're gonna write for this like Christmas session, let's say, and then you copy it and then just change it out for Easter or for whatever it is. And you obviously you're gonna to wanna to change things up, make it a little different, but you can use the same basic emails. You're gonna be getting the same people, but do you remember the people who emailed you three months ago, six months ago? You probably don't remember the exact same email. So a lot of times we feel like we have to write something brand new every single time. But trust me, I work with some big name copywriters, like writing copy for them, they repurpose their own stuff. So as a photographer, you totally can do it too. Absolutely. And I would just also want to say a lot of you are probably thinking, ew, email marketing, why? Why do I need to be emailing my clients and my soon-to-be clients and all and you know, all of that? And it's because if you wake up tomorrow and Mark Zuckerberg is like, All right, I've had enough of this, I'm done, I we're done, we're taking down Facebook, we're taking down Instagram, and you lose everything all those likes you worked so hard to get, all those followers that you spent years trying to build, they're gone. You have no way of getting into contact with them. And if you would have been building your email list this entire time and teaching your people to open your communication through their email, because guys, email is going nowhere. I don't know if you guys noticed, but email was around before social media and it will be here until the end of time. I promise you. So what Jen is saying is totally relevant, and I know it's not the most exciting topic, but I'll be honest, it is the most exciting topic for me. I'm a, I just like, I absolutely love talking about this stuff, but I just think it's the nerd part of me, and it's that business mindset that I have, and I know for a lot of people, it's not. The exciting stuff is booking the people, getting paid, photographing them, all of those things. But you guys need to understand, like, if you are not collecting emails, you're not growing an email list and you're not emailing your list frequently, you're wasting space and you're, I mean, potentially losing a lot of money from email marketing. So I just had to say that to help Jen's case out here. Um, and I, we talked about objections a second ago, but I only want to bring this up because I feel like there's going to be one objection that my listeners might have. And that is, well, I guess two, number one, confusion. They don't know where to start. 
And two would be, this sounds like a lot of time and I'm just going to put it on my never ending to-do list and I'll get back to it when I feel like it. So what do you, what do you have to say about those objections in particular? So, I mean, we, we never have time to do everything, but you have to keep in mind, this will save you time down the road because if you go ahead and do this and have especially the first one set up, it will be running for you constantly. You're not having to constantly troll Facebook groups and like see what's happening. Whenever you have a lull in your business, you have this list. If you're, if you're building your email marketing list, you can send out like a random blast after you have all of this going, people are going to know who you are and you can say, Hey, like I have some free time coming up, like schedule so many sessions and you already have like, a, a warm audience there. You're not having to go out and find them. And like you said, um, Facebook's not always going to be there. Like email is, is where it's at. So finding the time can be tricky, but seriously, just mark off an afternoon and like sit down and do it. Use voice to text. If you don't like writing, you can do it like a voice memo and have it transcribed. Like there's lots of options. If you really, really, really don't want to do it, hire someone to do it for you. And here's a secret that copywriters are always looking for photographers to work with because we need photos to go with our words. So I have bartered with a couple of photographers and I actually just talked to someone today about, um, I'm going to redo some stuff for her, actually create a funnel just like this for her. And she's going to do some new photos for me. So that's kind of the big secret is that you don't have to do this yourself if you don't want to. Yeah. And that is awesome news. And Jen, don't tempt me with a good time because <laughs> I actually am redoing my entire website right now. And I will be needing some copywriting on a upcoming course that's launching in the next month or so. So I may be in touch with you about that as well. Great. But before we go off on a tangent here, I also want, I want to hear your copywriting tips because I know that's your sweet spot. So how can we take some of your tips and apply it today or even when we get ready to spend that afternoon either writing emails or um, creating our freebie, what are some tips that you have for us to help make it converting, but also um, customized to our personality? Sure. Um, don't, don't be afraid of personality. Like definitely bring that in and tell stories. Like tell the story of, let's like, say your birth photographer, tell the time of the little boy peeing in your mouth, because that's something people are going to remember. Like you want something that's going to make you memorable because there are more and more photographers every day out there in your niche, in your area. Like you want to stand out. And as I said earlier, like it's okay to stand out and no, and people not like you. Like that means that you're talking to the right people. If you talk to everybody, nobody's going to listen. You're just kind of going to blend in. So make sure you're using voice, tell stories throughout, like in every email, you want to have some sort of like personal element to it. Like we don't need to hear like that you had a sandwich for lunch or something, unless it is relevant, unless you took a photo of it and like got so many likes, but definitely tell a story. Um, make sure we know kind of who you are. Tell a little bit of your why, especially in that like first email sequence where you're explaining more about who you are. If you are a firefighter wife, which I am too, um, talk about that and how you are a photographer because you're supporting your family, but always make sure you're doing it in context of the reader. Um, that is the big thing is that, um, people tend to like dive into who they are, especially on, like, let's go to about pages on websites. They should be about who you are, but everything from your website copy to your funnels is actually about your audience, your reader. So your story should always be mindful of who you're talking to and like what their goal is. 
And I think my last um, tip when you're writing copy, and I learned this from Joanna Weaver, I want to give her credit, is the rule of one. So there should always be one goal. On your homepage, the one goal is to get them to go to the next page. Now that might be different depending on what your goal is on the website. That could be the about page, it could be booking, it could be services, but that's one goal. You're talking to one audience. So you're not trying to talk to everyone at once. You're talking to, let's say you're a birth photographer, you're talking to moms who are pregnant, they're maybe six months out or whatever. You just pick whatever your audience is, that's who you're talking to. And um, one call to action. So homepages are a little different, but every other page, you only want to have one place for them to click. And that is especially true in your emails. People tend to like send an email and they're like, follow me on Facebook, leave me a review here, book here. That just overwhelms people. So like, especially in that email sequence, the first email, introduce yourself, ask them to follow you on Facebook or Instagram. The second email, ask them to look at your website. The third email, ask them to book with you or whatever it is, but just pick one thing at a time. That is the biggest, um, biggest thing I can recommend is just follow the rule of one. The rule of one, I haven't heard it explained that way, but that concept is honestly what changed everything for me. And just to go back and give you guys a tangible example of how successful email marketing and funnels are, is I created a funnel one month ago on two brand new platforms, which that's a whole nother podcast episode. And you guys will hear all about it if you haven't already. But what I want to say is I sacrificed two full days to create a funnel, to create all my email, my copy. I made sure that everything I did, I was asking one direct ask and asking for one direct action in return. And you guys, I booked out the rest of the year. Every session on my calendar was booked. I had to go back and open more spots up because it was that simple and the cool thing was I wasn't chatting back and forth with all these people through messenger, through text message. It was automated. I already wrote it one time and everybody followed the funnel after. So this is why funnels are so crucial. So when you go to sit down, you choose your day that you're going to create all of this. Jen's right back earlier when she said that if you'll invest the time now, you will absolutely save time later. And I'm seeing that because now when I open my email, I'm getting notifications. So-and-so booked a session, so-and-so booked a session. And I don't have to worry about sending them a custom email. It's already on auto and it's awesome because I get to sit here and go on about my day. And I know they're being taken care of. Every client's being treated the same. So when you go to sit down, and you create your funnel and your emails, do the one rule, okay? So you're talking to one person. So if your one goal is to prep them on what they should wear for your upcoming session, then prep them and don't talk about anything else. We don't need squirrel moments. I don't need you to give them three different blog posts to go to. If you want them to read a blog, give them one button, one link to a blog, and tell them to go read the blog. Just keep this in mind, and I promise you guys will see like how crucial funnels are. And then, you know, it, when you start creating this, you might sit down and be like, I have no idea what to say. Well, that's where Jen could come in for you guys. She does this for a living, and I know she would love to work with some of you guys. So, and if you don't choose Jen, go hire somebody else. Ask somebody in the copywriting field to help you. And if you don't know anyone in the copywriting field or you don't want to reach out to Jen for whatever reason, then ask somebody else to read over your language and help craft the right message. Because a lot of times, and I've seen this so many times, 
when I sit down to have a business consult with another photographer, in their head, it was completely clear. The goal was clear. The action was clear. But I'm like so confused on what they're asking me to do, what they're talking about. So just make sure that you always have another set of eyes um, that can read over your work. So Jen, what else do you have for us? Um, on that last note, so yeah, always have somebody look over things. Um, I found when I do collaborating sessions with people, we get into it and I spend almost half the time with them, like explaining, well, no, that doesn't make sense. Like you need like to, we need to make it explicit. Um, when you're inside the bottle, it's really hard to read the label. It's hard for you to kind of understand what people are seeing, what people don't understand. So yeah, definitely. And if preferably have somebody that's not in photography help you. Um, I found it super helpful to have somebody outside like the industry that you work in to come in and be like, I have no idea because it's not going to be other photographers hiring you. It's going to be random brides or moms or families. So yeah, have have another set of eyes on your copy for sure. Yeah, that's so huge. I just hope everybody takes this information and implements it because this is huge. I mean, funnels and emails and copy and all of it tied together actually work to save us time and then to give us more energy, more clients, more money. And that's how businesses stay relevant and that's how they stay successful. And I'm super appreciative of you coming on and just opening us up to your expertise. And I know that you have something that my clients can go take. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I have a quiz. So, and this may just help you understand the funnels a bit more. So my white rabbit funnel is that I have a quiz that I have some people take and then they get set on two paths and they get emails from there. And then I have a special, special offer for them, but that's my general funnel. So if you know, you work with like multiple, let's say you have, um, you do family photos and you do birth photography, you can have a general one or you can do what I did. And I basically cloned that first funnel and I have one just for photographers now. So if you go to jenrobbins.com slash frame, that will be a funnel created just for you guys. And you can take a quiz. It'll tell you which funnel is right for your photography business right now. It's going to be based on kind of your audience, where you're at, and you'll get either probably the white rabbit funnel or the Cheshire cat funnel. And then you'll get a series of emails kind of explaining what those are in more detail, telling you who I am, telling you what you can do next. And then it'll be a specialized offer just for you guys. So if nothing else, sign up for it so you can see what that funnel looks like because then you could kind of like backtrack it yourself if you really want to and figure it out that way. I'll also share um, kind of funnel maps within the email sequence so you can see exactly what it looks like mapped out. So it's definitely a great resource for you guys to go check out um, and it's totally free. You just have to sign up and give me your email because that's what funnels are all about. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love this so much. I'm probably going to go take it just to see what it is. <laughs> but thank you for providing this resource. I think it's going to be very helpful, especially because this episode was loaded with information. And if mm -hmm. my listeners are like me, then they're going to want to see it visually because I'm a visual learner. And so that is super helpful. So thank you so much. Where can we connect with you on social media and find out more about what you offer? Sure. Um, my website is jenrobbins.com. That's Jen with two N's and Robbins with two B's. And then I'm pretty much the Jen Robbins, all of the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm not on like, Snapchat. I guess I am on Snapchat, but I don't do Snapchat. <laughs> I do the very free. 
I don't do Snapchat either. I just can't. I've tried and it's the one thing that makes me feel old and I'm not old at all, but Snapchat is, is not for me. So that's hilarious. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for coming on. Everybody, please make sure you go check her out, social media, her website, at least go check out the free resource that she took time to create just for this audience. Thank you so much. This was awesome. And I can't wait to talk with you later about copywriting for me. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much.